As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the spring of 2023, Four Things for Your Podcast was rebranded to the new title Podfluencer Society. As such, some information and links may have changed since recording this episode. Check the show notes for updates. And if you still can't find what you're looking for, just email podfluencersociety at gmail.com. Learn more and follow online at podfluencersociety.com. Just a quick update before you listen to this episode so that you're not confused. When we recorded this episode, Allie's podcast was called Six Figure Influencer. Throughout our conversation, you're going to hear us talk about how she's considering a rebrand and a retitle. And that retitle happened in January of 2023. So Allie's podcast is now called All In With Allie. And this update is also reflected if you click and read the show notes. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Allie. It is as valuable as ever. She has so much wisdom to share. And I cannot wait to one day have Allie back on to share about all the things that went into her rebrand and her retitle. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Allie Reeves of All In with Allie. It was fully me, the whole process of the podcast and starting. It was all before I was ready. It was all before I was prepared I didn't have the time. I mean, nothing made sense, but it was fully me stepping into this version of a business owner that I knew was in me. I just needed to tap in. Welcome to four things for your podcast, a place where our collective mission is to amplify our messages through podcasting. I'm your host, Angie Griffith, and after a decade in the music business, I've come to realize that the unique mindset and strategies that these globally recognized entertainers are using to achieve their wildest dreams can and should be implemented by entrepreneurs and content creators just like you. So let's think bigger and outside of the box because it's about time your voice goes viral. All right, you guys, I know I say this a lot, but this podcast episode is going to be truly, truly special for me. 
Allie Reeves is someone I found completely randomly through searching Apple podcasts just a few months ago in December of 2021. And since then, I've just been absolutely consumed by her content. Everything Allie shares on her podcast and on her Instagram always feels completely in alignment with how I view the world of online business and following along on her journey has had a huge impact on the way I've chosen to approach not only this podcast, but also my business. When I hear Allie talk about her experiences in this space, I see myself exactly just a few steps behind her. And she's the perfect picture of where I see myself going. I actually just texted my good friend, Libby Vincic last night. And I said, I want to be Allie when I grow up. So <laughs> I will let you get to know Allie better in her own words throughout this conversation. But just to give you a little overview, Allie's purpose is to help women to grow their online businesses grow their influence and their income with ease through the power of social media and her chart topping podcast called six figure influencer, which she started only just about three years ago. Allie has built a multiple six figure business and has coached hundreds of women across multiple industries and in how to do the same. So if you're ready to drop your excuses, learn all of her juicy secrets and step fully into the six figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you're definitely going to want to check out her Instagram and her podcast, which I'm of course going to link for you in the show notes. But for now, let's dive in and talk to Allie all about how she's been able to leverage what I believe to be any online business owner's most powerful marketing asset, which is of course her podcast. So Allie, welcome to four things for your podcast. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> So much. And I want to be you when I grow up, because I have to say the first time you ever reached out to me and I heard your voice. And then I started seeing your content, like your, your clips for the podcast. I was like, I wish my voice sounded like yours. What <laughs> you do, you have such a killer. I, I know you've had to heard, hear that before, but like you have such a killer podcast voice and, and just the way you speak and articulate things, I, I just noticed those things. So I just want to say like, I, I am over here admiring you. So let's just, oh my gosh, there. thank you so much. And actually I was going to talk about this later, but speaking of like how you speak, when I first found your podcast, I was literally just searching Apple podcast alley. I wasn't even looking at the charts. Like I just ran across your cover art and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And it was over Christmas and I, I spent a month at my mom's house in South Carolina this past Christmas break. And I was like, kind of second guessing this podcast because I hadn't been doing guest interviews last year. It was more of like an educational kind of shorter clips to teach people things. And I just knew that those shorter episodes weren't converting in like a podcast medium. Like the, the stuff that I was trying to put on my podcast, I think is more fit for YouTube, those shorter clips. And so I was like, I need to start recording these longer solo episodes, but like, it's just so daunting because there's so much prep that goes into it. And it just always would stress me out. And then when I ran across your podcast and you do so many solo episodes, that's like your thing. I know you love to do solo episodes. Mm -hmm. And I would listen to you just like show up. And I know this is after, you know, 150 episodes, but I would hear you just like show up and just be so chill about the whole thing and just like speak as if you were just talking to your friend on the other end of the phone. Mm -hmm. And that is what inspired me to start doing solo okay. episodes and then also to start like bringing guests on and actually take this podcast seriously. It's all because of your podcast and me binging it over Christmas break. No way. <laughs> yeah. That is the coolest compliment ever. <laughs> 
that makes me so happy to hear. And I am, I mean, I'm just a long-winded person and I'm a fan. Like you hear people who are like, just, I want shorter episodes and why can't you make them short? And people mention it to me all the time. I'm like, look, this is just what it is. (laughs) This is how, this is how I, I go about explaining things. So I love that you, that you're leaning more into that and that, you know, whatever it was that inspired you to keep going. That's like the best compliment ever. And the fact that we both live, cause you live in Nashville mm-hmm. and the fact that you just like randomly found my podcast. I live for those of you who don't know, I live right outside of Nashville. And I mean, there's obviously a reason why we cross paths, which is so cool. A hundred percent. I remember when I followed you on Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, or no, no. How I found out you lived in the Nashville area was I actually went to your official website, Allie. (laughs) And it said at the bottom, you know, it'll say like, I don't know what it says at the bottom, but it said whatever town you lived in. I can't remember Hendersonville. No, Mount Juliet, Mount Juliet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Seriously. There's not many. Well, there's more of us in Nashville now, but we, we need to get some sort of group together, but we'll talk about that separately. We do need to. And I actually have one in the works that I will fill you in on praise. Yes. Yes. Please yes. do. Okay. Let's go back to the beginning though, or not the beginning of obviously your business journey, but your podcast journey. Because the biggest thing I hear all the time is for, from people that want to start a podcast, like they want it so bad. And this was me too. Like they want a podcast so bad, but it's never the right time. Like you're so busy. I know you had just had a baby. Like you couldn't imagine adding another project to your plate, but you all just out of nowhere, just decided I'm just going to start my podcast. And that was three years ago and you've been doing it ever since. So can you walk us through those like early stages and how you came to that decision. Yeah, absolutely. I love sharing this because and you, you were just so kind talking about how you, you know, you listened to some of my latest episodes and I sound so calm and like, I'm talking to a friend and what's so wild is how long it took me to get there. And that's again, you know, such a compliment to me that I love hearing because it's been an absolute journey. And I love talking about this because I work with so many women who have the desire, whether it's to do YouTube or a podcast or some sort of long form content. And to your point, it's not the quote right time, or they're just like, yeah, but I'm so bad in front of the camera. Or every time I go to record an episode, I don't know what to say. And I fumble over my words. I'm like, yeah, like, how do you think you, you get better? I mean, you can't, that's just with anything. So how I got started was like you said, this was three years ago. And I knew, you know, prior to me actually starting the podcast, I had a business and I, I had a feeling I would probably start one at some point, but initially it felt like something that I would do when I'm more established and when it made sense and whatever those things mean, you know, cause at the time, it was just the time where smaller businesses and smaller creatives were coming to the podcast. Like they're mostly the people there were bigger names. And it was like, oh, to be a podcaster, you have to be Jenna Kutcher or Amy Porterfield or Tony Robbins. And then you start to notice like, oh, wait, wait, anybody can start a pod? Are you kidding? Like <laughs> literally I could start a podcast. So you, st- I started to see that. I was like, okay, cool. Probably one day. 
and I had my little boy cruise who's now four and I was a brand new mom. And I, I, at that time I just transitioned my business. I used to manage social media for other businesses and, and I got super burnout and, and was like, okay, I guess like the only other thing that I can do is teach women how to show up on social media because I have a passion for helping women. So I started doing that and brand new. I mean, like struggle city in my business, like just hadn't found my stride was just trying to build trust and credibility with my people was working on my first course and was doing it all myself. Not to mention first time mom, my husband at the time was traveling all the time. We had, I didn't have any, like a team yet. I mean, gosh, that felt like a lifetime ago. You know, <laughs> there was, I couldn't afford any, any support. It was just all me, right? Pure, pure, pure solopreneur. And I was on a walk one day and I remember the exact spot I was in. I was listening to, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. I was listening to one and I just got this feeling like it's time. You have to start one now. And I remember being like, wait, do I, what, what? Like, no, this doesn't make any sense. And, and it all, the best way I can describe it, it's not like I heard anything audibly or anything like that. It was just this feeling of like, if I, if I didn't do it, like I would be doing something wrong. I don't know. I don't know how to like an intuitive knowing an intuitive knowing is the best way to say it for sure. Just this urge of like, no, it's go time. It's now. And one of my girlfriends who I was, you know, she was one of the first in one of my masterminds. I've known her for years. And, um, she had mentioned that she and her husband, like randomly edited podcasts here and there. And I was like, okay, so I'll, I'll talk to her about it. And I reached out and I was like, Hey, if, could you help me with this? If I decide to start a podcast and she was like, yeah, not only that, but we can edit it for you. We do all these things. And we did it. <laughs> we, you know, within, within about a month or two, it, it was launched and I, I've shared this story before, but I titled it six figure influencer before I hit six figures in my business, which is like, ah, um, but I, I mean, to be fair. And the reason why I did title it is, you know, I had grown my previous business to six figures. So I was like, I know I can do it with this one. And we did, but I was like, no, I, I was, it was fully me, the whole process of the podcast and starting, it was all before I was ready. It was all before I was prepared. I didn't have the time. I mean, nothing made sense, but it was fully me stepping into this business, this version of a business owner that I knew was in me. I just needed to tap into her. So that was me. And and that was, you know, a huge, huge catalyst for so many incredible things to come. But the beginning, the beginning, it's not like I started and it was like, boom, we made it. (laughs) I I scripted every episode. I would cry. I cried over multiple episodes because I was exhausted. I didn't have the time to do it. It took me days, days, Angie, just to record one episode. I mean, days, my husband was like, come on, (laughs) like, is this really what you want to do? And I just had this feeling like just, I mean, from the very beginning, it was long game strategy. Mm -hmm. It was never about monetizing. It was like, this just makes sense for my audience 
in the way that they like to take in content. And if I'm going to create anything, I want to make sure that people hear it. So we're going to go with it. And here we are. That's such a full circle thing. Cause like, if you think about it, some, you don't remember the podcast that did it for you, but you were like on your walk and it just felt right. And you're like, okay, I need to go. Mm-hmm. And that's how I explained like what happened when I was listening to your podcast. Like it was this intuitive knowing just from listening to your podcast. So like something wow. that someone did for you, you've now done for me. And I'm sure you've done it for many other people too, which is really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. When you first started, cause I know you were saying like, it was not easy at all. Um, it's not easy for most people when they get started, but did you, I guess, okay. When I, when I'm starting a new project, such as this podcast, I told myself no matter how hard it is, I'm going to do it for one year and then I'll reassess. Mm -hmm. Did you make some kind of commitment to yourself like time-wise so that you could give yourself enough time to build up that podcasting muscle? No, I didn't set a timeline, but I believe, and, and I've seen, you know, through, through business and I've just, I've, I love listening, you know, to document, watching documentaries. And, you know, I love learning about like people's success stories and you just, I mean, nobody's really an overnight success. So like the, this idea of, of this long game strategy was just like, that's, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's, that's how I take on everything in life. I'm really all or nothing in that way. So I didn't set a timeline, but I mean, I guess like with the whole long, long game mentality, it was like, okay, we're just going to, I'm just not going to quit. And I will say like, that's, that's why I've, I mean, we've hit over, over a million dollars in revenue over the span of my business since being in business. And I say all the time, like one of the biggest reasons why is because I, I haven't stopped yet. Right. Like if you just keep going and you keep showing up, doing the things and learning over time, what works and what doesn't, you're going to get better and you're going to achieve certain levels of success. And that's what I've seen with the podcast and what I would tell anybody. Yeah. It seems to be like the formula for podcasts, not formula as far as like every podcast is the same or has the same trajectory. But what I've noticed, and and I would say this is a consensus in the podcasting industry, is it takes about three years for a podca- any podcast to really see traction. And the problem is most people after the first few episodes, even not yes. even the first year, they just quit. And it's not until later. And I would love to know actually your download numbers, not exact, obviously, but like, however you can share, I'd love to know, like, was it slow, 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 slow. And then in year three, it kind of blew up or was it steady the whole time? Oh my gosh. No, it was not steady. Yeah, exactly. And I was actually trying to find a statistic that the other day, cause I heard I, and I need to start writing down where I hear things, <laughs> <laughs> but I heard this statistic that, I mean, it's an obscene percentage of podcasts that quit within the first year. Mm-hmm. So, and people say all the time, yeah, but it's so saturated. And there's so many business podcasts and yada. I'm like, listen, but the, the cream rises to the top. Yeah. And so many people quit. I mean, this statistic, I kid you not, it was like 80s, 80, 90 something of mm-hmm. podcasts quit within the first year. So yeah, I I've never heard about the three year thing, but that's been my, that's been my exact situation. So in the first couple of years, it's hard to say because I wasn't tracking my numbers and that was intentional. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't want to know. And I didn't want to know what other people were doing because that level of comparison, it wasn't going to serve me. Some people really thrive knowing numbers and, and that kind of thing. Okay. So you're a numbers person. Yeah. I check it every day. I thought about deleting the app, so I can't check it. <laughs> yeah. But if that serves you and if it motivates yeah, you, that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and now it does for me because I'm gaining some traction, mm-hmm. but in the beginning, it's not like I could have done anything different. It's not like I could have been like, okay, well, I'll just show up and do better next week. No, I was doing my best and it was bad. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just the honest to God's truth. So I didn't track numbers, um, but let me tell you, they were low for quite some time. And then I, I, figured out on chartable. Cause we, we signed up for chartable, um, which is just, I guess, a program that tra- tracks podcasts. And I started getting emails every Monday and I would like open them. And I kind of would look, but like the numbers really didn't mean much anyway. Mine says like, you've dropped to number 60 in Pakistan. <laughs> right? No, I know. And it's so funny. I was just telling my mom that she was like, so like, can everybody hear your pot? Like just people in the United States. I was like, no, I'm a pretty big deal in <laughs> Sweden and Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool that you can see those stats and, um, we have global podcasts, which is really fun, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So I started noticing it was this year, 2022 mm-hmm. that we really, we were hitting over 10 K downloads a week. And I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. And then now we're, we average around like between 16 and 18 a week, which, and and then we're, we're testing out doing two episodes. If I have, if I have an interview with somebody, I'll post that on a Thursday. I normally do episodes on a Monday, so I'll do a solo. And then if I have an interview, I'll post on Thursday because I'm playing around with two episodes a week. And when we did that, our numbers were really awesome. I think they were, they were over 20. Wow. And, uh, so, but, but yeah, the three, the three year thing, it, it checks out for me. As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That is amazing. 16 to 18 
is phenomenal, Allie. Honestly, like, thank you. I know you know this, but just you must know that is so good. <laughs> I honestly, you, I'm going to be real with you. I have no idea how good that is. <laughs> I have no idea, like, what what I was trying to find it the other day. Like, some of the podcasts that I love, I'm like, how many downloads does Bitch Bible get? You know, it's like yeah. one of my favorite podcasts, and and I couldn't find it anywhere. So. But again, it's, I'm not trying too hard because I don't want to see like, oh, they average a hundred thousand episodes or downloads a week. And I'm like, Rah, and a okay. lot of them do Allie, but mm-hmm. the good news is, is like once your podcast gets traction, it just starts compounding and growing, especially if you're intentional about it, intentional about promotion, marketing, collabing, those kinds of things. But just to give you like a general idea most podcasts, like if you were, I know on your podcast, you're not monetizing by way of like traditional podcast mm-hmm. ad insertions. But if you were generally speaking to work with an ad agency or a network to sell ads for your show, like nobody will talk to you until you're like at, I don't know, like 5,000 downloads per episode, then they'll maybe like look at you, but you can start making real money at like that $10,000 mark so or 10,000 downloads per episode mark so you're past that like you could oh. if you wanted to be monetizing through ads you could now obviously there's like limited inventory and depending on like what brands are looking for to insert but yeah you technically could be monetizing a pretty decent amount at this point sick okay yeah which i'm sure you're seeing reflected in your enrollments right Right. I've been sponsoring business. my own podcast. That's, yeah. that's how I've chosen to do it so far. And that's been working really well. That's what's made me profitable is not the traditional ads just by way of, of talking about what I have. Cause that's, that's the business model that I have. So if I'm going to talk about any business, I might as well, it's in line with what, if you're listening to my podcast, you're going to be interested in what I have going on probably. So that's how I've been doing it. But I mean, never say never, I would, you know, look into it in the future for sure. So we already talked about the beginning. You were overwhelmed scripting, taking days to record, which I've so been there, not only days to record, but also like days to edit. My first podcast was a dating Mm. reality show podcast with two other girls and we would be editing. I would, well, I would be editing three mics for every single episode. Sometimes we would have multiple guests on. No. And so I'm editing like four five, six mics. It would take me sometimes like 12 to 14 hours to edit one episode. So I totally feel you on that. And even do you still edit your own episodes. I do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> and I wish I didn't have to like, it is the first thing I will hand off, but editing is an art. Like I, I don't edit like meticulous. Well, yes, I do actually edit meticulously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know that I trust people to edit out the boring parts. Like when I edit my podcast, if we go off on a tangent and I'm like, oh, my audience isn't going to find this like interesting at all, or, or maybe it's just irrelevant to the topic or whatever it is. I like clean that up and it's in a very artistic way so that I don't lose the context of the conversation. And I just don't Mm. know that I'll ever trust anyone to edit them that well. (laughs) That level of editing, I can imagine. I I get what you're saying. So we don't do that. I I'm like, listen, you know, I mean, if there's anything obvious, it gets edited out. Like if I, you know, my mic falls down or something crazy, but other than that, like you're going to get the boring stuff. (laughs) And that's how most podcasts are. Mm -hmm. And I want to get, I aspire to be Allie Reeves level of chill. 
which I already said. You are though. You no, totally I'm not. Do- oh my gosh. I am like, now it is my mission to get you an editor for your podcast. Okay. Thank that, you. oh, you need an editor. Um, there is somebody out there. If somebody is listening <laughs> and you want to be a meticulous editor, reach out to Angie. You've got to get this off your plate. Okay. But first I need to sign up to work with Allie so that you can get me to the point where I'm making enough money to hire an editor. So that's a separate conversation. That's a separate. (laughs) Perfect. We'll talk about that too. (laughs) But you know, interesting enough, Al, um, Allie, Alex Cooper, call her daddy host still edits all her video podcasts. She just posted on Instagram this week. Somebody asked her how long it takes to edit per episode. Did you see, she said a whole day. No, yeah, like more she, than a day. I respect that so much. And but but here's the thing. She has the freedom to do that. Now, right. she she has been doing that way 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 before she had this multi-million dollar contract. But now this is her, I mean, like literally all she has to do. So I get it and I would even play around with doing that too if I was at that level cuz you would want to be that picky. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't want to be picky now, but with other things and you know having to show up in other ways in your business. I mean, whenever whenever I started and I'm about to do a a masterclass on this and I'm going to share this because I know people are going to come to this and they're going to be like, "How do you edit? Tell me how to edit." And I'm not like I never edited and I don't believe in it. <laughs> I just don't. And if you, but here's the thing, if you enjoy editing and if that's your thing, then you already know how to edit, you know? And there are people out there like they, they love it. But if you don't love it, I am so passionate, like give it away. And that is, yeah. I gave it away, Angie, I could not afford it. And something happened where it just started to work out. And this is where like this whole belief of, we go first and the universe responds really started getting ingrained in my mind because technically on paper, looking at the numbers, your girl shouldn't have hired an editor. But like, for me, it was like, okay, time or money. I can make one of those things back. And I did not, I didn't have the money or the time. So it was like, all right, we're just going to, if I have to fire my editors, I have to fire my editors. If This doesn't work. And I never had to. So I'm campaigning for you. <laughs> okay. Yes. We're going to, we're going to put that out into the universe. We're going to yes. manifesting that. Can I just say, I, what you just said, like, what did you say? Move forward and the universe will follow. We go first and the universe responds. We go first and the universe responds is what has happened to me since deciding to leave my career and start my own business because I left with three months of savings and it's now been over a year and I still haven't figured out how to do business. <laughs> But like for some reason now, okay, I do have massive credit card debt, which I've shared on my podcast and Mm -hmm. like, I'm working on that, Mm -hmm. but I feel so at peace. And I always know, like, just like you said, it's a long game and I know that it'll come back in a year, two years. So I'm not worried about it, but I cannot believe that I haven't had to go get a job. Like I always told myself, okay, after three months, if I haven't made money, I'm gonna have to go get a job. And I haven't, which is just wild. That's amazing. That's something to be so proud of because there are a lot of people who have that inkling that they want to do the same thing. And it's that risk. Like there are so many people, they won't even allow themselves to take the leap. And I get it. It's, it's not, it's not something to take lightly. And it's really easy to say, we go first and universe responds until you have a amount of bills and, you know, all these things. So 
my thing is like, we can always find another job. You know, there's, there's plenty of jobs we can find. It may not be the ideal one, but I, I just, I love that you took that leap and that you saw that for yourself. Yeah. I love that, that little quote. We'll have to make mm. that like a quote card for the episode. <laughs> I did not say it. It was my coach, Melanie and layer. She okay. says that. And I mean, it's just, I, I can see this same thing with the podcast with ev- so many different things. It's, it's just like a constant reminder. It's so powerful. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I've thought about that so much ever since taking that big leap, but then also like little leaps within this past year as well. Yeah. And maybe my next leap will be hiring an editor. So yes. put it on the to manifest list. Yes. <laughs> so now after so many episodes, you just released at the time of we're recording this this morning, you released episode number 159, which is just amazing. Mm-hmm. After all of this time, what does your process look like now when you go to record, let's say a solo episode, like how much time are you actually preparing? And then are you just recording all the way straight through now? Or what does it actually look like now? So it's actually pretty easy, which again, the fact that I say that it's, it's not lost on me. I'm, I'm very proud of that. But the way that I work is I work on inspired content ideas. That's how I've always worked. So there are people just like people who thrive knowing numbers and people who don't, there are people who thrive with plans and with content strategies and batching and all of that. And those who just work better in flow and inspiration. And that's, that's where I fall. And I've learned this over time. You too. Okay, cool. So my process is I get ideas from the women that I work with and the women that I speak to on social media and every once in a while I'll ask, I'll ask for podcast ideas, um, in, in stories. And I always get great ones, but I talk about the things that I'm genuinely going through and that I'm genuinely working through. Like my, I'm lucky in that my, and you too, in that, like, what we talk about on the podcast is what we live in our day-to-day lives. So there's endless amounts of, of things to talk about good, bad, and ugly. So I keep a running list on my phone and then usually some around Wednesday or so I'm like, okay, what am I talking about? And, and I'll know, or I'll already have an idea for the week. And my process is really simple. I start with, you know, a basic like introduction and then I'll give the the value, the meat of it, which usually is like five-ish or three-ish tips or breakthroughs or what not to do or something like that. And then an outro, if there's anything important I need to share, like an offer that's coming up or a masterclass, I'll talk about that. And that's it. If I need to do any research, I'll do that. That's rare or it's you know really simple to do for me, which I'm lucky. And then I do record all the way through. I might pause a couple times, but I have gotten to the point where I can actually like sit in front of a mic and talk for 30 minutes to an hour and not stop and not constantly second guess and overthink, which is just a testament to 150 episodes of practice, truly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so you send that full file just over to the editors and they handle everything from there. Yep. From there, we upload that to Dropbox and we have a shared Dropbox folder. I upload the, the video and the audio, and then we have a file 
where I put what I want the, the title to be. And then anything that I need them to put in the show notes, like links to something or anything that I mention in the podcast. And then I'm done. Oh, and then I pop that. I pop the recording again into an email to, I have um, this new VA that's supporting me named Amanda. She's amazing. She makes promo graphics, which I'm testing out again. I've, I've also gone back and forth with promo graphics and we've been testing that and I've been liking it. So I'll pop that over to her and then I'm done. Okay. What about, I know you're someone, because I've heard you say this before, who you really believe in releasing an episode every single week, no matter what. Whereas I work more on a, I I call it a 40 episode annual cycle, which leaves Mm -hmm. room for breaks, rest and recharge. So Mm -hmm. what I'm curious to know is when there's something like maybe your anniversary or a holiday or a birthday party or I don't know, whatever it is in those times, are you batching ahead of time or are you still recording every week, just inspired content? Yes. So I have not been perfect every single week. That's my goal, but there have been plenty of times where I am just like, we're launching something or I'm exhausted, or it's just like, I sit down 18 times to record and it's just not coming out. It's just not meant to come through that week. So what we'll do is like we'll repost an older episode, mm. which we've done. So if there was something coming up, like for, for example, I'm going to be having my second baby in a couple of months. So with that, I will likely batch episodes ahead of time and they'll probably be, I don't know, they might be shorter. They may not. I might, that that's probably a great idea or a great time to get some interviews batched. So I'll probably do that. Or if I don't have anything, then we have enough content now that I could pull an older episode and just replay it because there's so many new people that are coming that likely haven't heard it yet. That's so smart. Another idea, just because I'm thinking about it, Mm -hmm. my good friend, Jordan, who has been on this podcast before, she let me know. Okay. So she has a podcast about bedtime stories. She tells bedtime stories in her podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Uh huh. And her podcast is in the top 0.5% of all podcasts, like just blew up out of nowhere. I mean, like first year, like blew up, just like crazy went viral niche. Yeah. And what I thought was so interesting is she actually, when she first started releasing her podcast episodes, she was doing every other week. So she wasn't even doing every week Mm. and it started to gain traction. And then she also took a break. And during that break, she reached out to other podcasters in her niche. And she was like, Hey, I'm taking a break. I'd love to feature an episode from your podcast on my feed. And so it kind of worked as a collab too, because they would share it with their audience when she had posted it. And it was during that time when she was on her break and releasing other people's podcast episodes on her podcast that her podcast just exploded. Like it's so crazy how everyone's journey is so different. So different. But I, I mean that to me, that just sounds so much like aligned action and the power of aligned action, right? It may not be the traditional thing. So it's so easy to go into podcasting and, and hear, you know, how I do it or how, how Angie does it and think to yourself, Oh, I could never do an episode a week. Like I'm, I'm just not there yet, but like, what would work for you? What can you commit yourself to and truly commit? Because at the end of the day, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, 
it's not the quantity of, of the content. It's the quality all day, every day. Mm -hmm. So the fact, like, I'm sure taking the time, I probably should have done that in, in the beginning of my episodes in the beginning of my podcast, like they probably would have been a lot better had I not pushed myself to put on episode a week. So I feel like the power of like, okay, this is what works for me. I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to give it the best that I possibly can period then it works. And that can look, I mean, there's so many different paths to success. Yeah, truly. And it's so fun too, like as a new, newer in online business, like, or even new to this podcast, like I really only started taking this podcast seriously at the beginning of this year, like after Christmas, when I was listening to all your podcast episodes. (laughs) Um, And it's just so it's so fun in a way, more exciting than fun. Let's use the right word. But like for me, I always envisioned this podcast to be a way to just have my dream clients find me out there on the podcast Mm -hmm. apps. And so when I think about the offers that I have now, it's about starting launching your podcast, very like how to focused that I don't want to stay in long-term. And what I'm realizing now is like, I'm talking to all of these other podcasters and podcasting companies and like all of these people that I'm bringing on my podcast have offers that compete with mine pretty much, Mm -hmm. you know, and I started to kind of think about it and I'm like, Hey, this is like, I, I never had a scarcity mindset, but I really had to intentionally make myself have an abundant mindset when it comes to this podcast, because what I'm realizing now is I'm serving my audience by sharing the best that everyone has to offer on my podcast. And so maybe the end goal with my podcast is going to be different than I originally envisioned where, Hey, I'm going to get all these clients for my how-to services. And it's going to be more of, Hey, I'm really excited. I'm getting to cultivate this really fun community of podcasters. And then what does God have in store for that? Which is way more exciting than my original plan, you know? Yeah. And, and you get all these, who's to say you don't get all of these brand deals and sponsorships because you're the go-to podcast because you're so intentional and abundant in your sharing of other people's genius. Yeah. That, yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Wait, so how long have you been podcasting? Um, so it's kind of a long story, which I'll tell you another time. Cause I've already talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically I was in the music business forever. And then during the pandemic, built out a podcast division because we're finding new business. We had to pull down all of our tours and I was already planning on moving into podcasting. It just perfectly aligned, (laughs) but the timing worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so built out a podcast division. And then after that first year doing that, I ended up starting my own company and my own podcast. But during that time I was practicing with that dating podcast that I mentioned Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of just like keeping that one on the down low. I didn't share it with anyone. I'm really proud of it. It was really great, but we only released one season and it was literally just for practice. Um, and that was in, when do we put that out? So COVID was 20, 2020, 2020. Mm-hmm. So that podcast came out around then like 2020. Okay. Gotcha. So not very long at all. And then this podcast, I just started, I don't know, let's call it February 21, maybe I could got it. But like I said, like I was hiding it. I didn't share it with anybody. It was just because I knew as a podcast strategist, coach, whatever I was going to be, I needed something in the podcast apps that people could find if they were searching the word podcast. Got it. So 
it has completely evolved. Like it's a whole different show than it was at the beginning, but that's also yeah. a testament to getting started when you're not ready because I've yes. changed the intro. I've changed the so- show description. You're thinking about changing your title. Yes. And, and, and that actually was on my list to talk to you about. And then you answered my question in the episode that came out today on your podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Allie, don't change your title. It's so good. But your reasoning that you shared made total sense. You want to talk a little bit about that, about yeah, why you're considering changing to. the title of your podcast? Yeah, it's, and that's the thing I hear people's stories like yours were like, I found you through the podcast. I was just like randomly searching and I found you and it's like something and you know, people say all the time, something about the title really got my attention. And it's like dream, dream listeners, dream potential clients, you know? And it's like, I hear that and, and I get it. And that's why I named it what I named it. And I love the name I do. And it served me so well. I just feel like like you've said how yours started one way and it's evolved so much over time. So is mine, especially over three years. I mean, the me now versus the me three years ago, not even like literally not the same person. (laughs) And I'm proud of that, but like the conversations have evolved as well. And I feel like just you know, words are so important and titles especially are so important. I feel like influencer, it just kind of ha- it, it doesn't really mean what it used to mean. And it's not what I actually do. And influencers absolutely can get so much value from my podcast, but it's also so much more than that too. So yeah, I'm, I'm straddling the fence. I really am. And I, I really could go either way. I can't decide. It's tough. Yeah. And because I know just from listening to your podcast so much, I know that you're on your way to being a seven figure yeah. <laughs> business owner. <laughs> so maybe I just changed the number. <laughs> right. <laughs> seven figure business owner podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so funny. Somebody, I kid you not, sent me that idea today. Seven really? figure business builder is what they sent me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, right. That's where we're headed. That, that, and that would be me claiming it before it happens. So maybe it brings it to fruition faster. Exactly. And I feel like that's what happened with your podcast. Cause you said when you started that podcast, you weren't having six figures in your business. Right. And then you kind of manifested that through just claiming it fast. Fast. And it was not, it, it's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've thought about that. Like, well, I could just change the title, but it just feels, it feels a, a bit more out of integrity. Well, I don't know. I guess you could argue it since we have technically made a million dollars over a million over the span. I don't know. I, I would have to think about that. Well, well I'm excited to see what you decide one day. Yeah. One day I'm just going to open the app and it's going to be called something else. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> Which is totally fine. And that's another thing I tell, especially early on in your podcast journey, it would have been so easy to change my title. Like, you know, even now I could easily change my title. So, I mean, three years in, it's a lot, you know, I love, I love the name of your title, but, but yeah. And, and that's the thing I'm like, why, but it's kind of like the same feeling I was getting when I wanted to start a podcast. Now it's like, all of a sudden it's like, we need to change the name. I'm like, why now I'm finally getting traction 
why can't I just be chill for once <laughs> and uh, no chill. So here okay. We one thing about your current title, which yeah. I didn't think about until after I'd already named my podcast, four things for your podcast. And four is the number four. It's not spelled out. And so yours is six, number six figure mm-hmm. influencer. Mm-hmm. And whenever I open the podcast app, we're always right at the top because it's all alphabetical and the numbers come first, which I really love. Okay. So it used to be like that, but I thought they changed it. I thought they did. Cause now are you talking about like the, the shows that you're downloaded, like that you yeah. subscribe to mm-hmm. my phone doesn't do that anymore. Cause I thought I, I was like, Ooh, I'm so smart. <laughs> really? Mine I, gives me options now. Like how do we want to sort it? And I, Ooh, okay. I, I just alphabetical notice. is still default. Oh, oh. Nice. Okay. Cause somehow mine got changed. And I was like, okay, which makes sense. They want to be fair with the algorithm and yada, yada, yada. Otherwise everybody would be naming their podcast, something numbered. Okay. I didn't know that there were options. I think, I mean, still to this day, I just pulled up your podcast today and we were both still right at the top of my shows list. Nice. Okay. Great. What's, how is it sorted for you? Cause maybe the default did change and maybe I just changed it back to alphabetical. So how is it sorted for you now? It changes. I just noticed, and I haven't looked too, too close, but what it felt like was kind of like how Instagram used to do chronological feed and then it went to algorithms. So I feel like, let me, let me go to shows Okay, and let me refresh. Yeah. So they're not in ABC order at all. They're just, it, it actually, for me, it makes no sense the way that they're ordered. Cause the ones at the top, I barely listen to. I wonder if it's like based on who's published an episode most recently. Yeah. But I published one today and I'm, Oh, and you're still, huh. I'm way down. And then let's see, but maybe, let me see, let me see the last time they put Attention, Ted Hossman from Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to this episode, please slide into our DMs. (laughs) Please educate us on how this works so we can not cheat your system. I promise. I know. (laughs) But yeah, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Well, I'm happy to, in my feed, we're both still right at the top. Yay. Honored. Tip about your current title. (laughs) And I mean, we love a number, right? Like I feel like people are really drawn to numbers anyway. And that that's why I like yours so much because it feels so tangible Mm -hmm. and you know, exactly like for me. And I would tell anybody who's thinking about starting a podcast and thinking about a title, something that can evolve with you and all, and also something where people can see it and they know what they're going to get and they want that thing. So it has to be this recipe in a way, like you have to find the perfect storm of a title. And that's, it's a, it's a tall order. It is a tall order. You have done it really, really well. Cause yeah, like you said, people have already told you this. I've told you this, like the title just jumped out at me. I'm like, yes, I want to be a six figure influencer. Listen, (laughs) So you're just, yeah, you're making me not want to change it, which is, which is totally fine. That would be a lot easier. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. You're going to sleep yeah. on it a little bit more. I'm happy to brainstorm with you more if you ever yeah. want to. Oh, hundred percent. But now that your podcast is what it is now, um, and I, this we're already 50 minutes in, so I'm going to skip a lot of the questions I had because I really want to encourage people to go listen to your podcast, especially um, here. I wrote on the numbers that I want people to check out. So 
Episode number 145 is Should You Start a Podcast? My Honest Experience. So go to Allie's podcast, Six Figure Influencer. Definitely check out episode 145. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Also episode 157, which Allie, I don't even know if you noticed that I did this, but I was listening to this episode. It's called My Exact Process for Selling in the DMs with Ease. And Mm -hmm. I put up 12 back-to-back Instagram stories, like with all of my takeaways from that episode. I just thought it was so inspiring. What? Oh, well, I was going to say, I, I miss them. Oh, I totally miss them. (laughs) And I'm so sorry because I, now that you say that, that's all I was like, well, that's right. Because I, um, you and I were talking shortly after that about podcast stuff. And I saw that you had shared because you know how they expire. Yeah. And I was like, what did I miss? And I hated that. I'm trying to be better about keeping up with, with stories. And Oh I, no, I hate when that happens too. And then you have to like DM them and be like, wait, what did you tag me? What did you say? <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, that one is really freaking good. Like not even about podcasting, but just about like sales and like mm-hmm. sales psychology and how you approach sales. And in my experience, because you know, this is my first year in online business. Well, now second, but still early on in my journey. And I get all these different opinions from coaches that I really respect, but like they've done it their way and it doesn't always feel in alignment, but everything you shared in that episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what I was feeling, I feel so validated now from that episode. So highly recommend that episode for everyone too. And then also the one that just came out today when we're recording is episode 159 and it's called three things I wish I had done differently on my podcast journey. So I'm going to link all of those in the show notes because I don't want to keep Allie here forever. And she has shared like all of the questions that I had for you, you've already answered on your podcast. So highly recommend you guys go check out those episodes, but I want to talk to you about like the impact on your business that your podcast has had. I know we've touched on it a little bit, but like, how does it feel when women reach out to you who found you through the podcast and they want to work with you or like people like me, where I'm like, Allie, like you inspire me every day. Like it's your, I feel so in alignment with everything you say, like that must be the best feeling number one. But then also like, I bet your podcast, even though you're outsourcing a lot for your podcast in my eyes, like, I bet it's all paying for itself at this point based on the women you're magnetizing to your podcast. Yes or no. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is. Yeah, it is now. And it took a minute to get there. And yeah, I mean, there have just, I mean, just from, I did the math actually based on like how much I spend on average per month on editing and just one I've, I've found multiple, I haven't found multiple women have found me through the podcast and then have decided to hire me one-on-one or hop in my mass friend or something like that. And one of my private clients, she found me from the podcast, reached out, signed in a couple of days. And just that alone covered, I think like full expenses for the past three years. I did, you know, I did that math and I was like, cool, we're profitable. (laughs) Like it's official. Yeah. So it wasn't an overnight thing, but that's why, and there are so many differing opinions on this, on, you know, sponsors and things like that. But I just knew that, I mean, if I'm, if I'm creating content that is aligned to a certain person, and then I create offers, that's also aligned to them. It's only a matter of time that I build up the level of trust and credibility to where they, they want to work with me versus somebody else. And that's what I've seen. Yeah. And they want to work with you versus anybody else. That's like the biggest thing is because your podcast is creating that relationship. Like, I feel like I know you so well because like, I know you do. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I know you so well, even though like I have to remind myself, Allie doesn't really know me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's how I feel. Yes. I, I fully get that. I'm like, oh wait, I, you have no idea I exist. And I'm like obsessed with you. Yeah. These podcasts I listen to. Yes. Dude. I I know it's like, it's truly like astonishing. Um, I'm curious to know, in your journey right now, who are you, who's inspiring you in your journey? Is it a podcaster? Is it a coach you're working with? Like who's keeping you inspired? I am a believer in mentorship in different seasons. I'm not somebody who's like, you always need a coach or you, you can't be successful until you hire somebody. I don't believe that. I believe hiring somebody as a mentor or a coach is simply you buying back time. So, you know, when the right time to do that is for me, I've worked with so many incredible coaches and currently I am working with a woman who we've already, I mentioned earlier, Melanie and layer. She is the owner of alpha femme and she, she is just like, I mean, complete and utter trailblazer in terms of the level of content she creates and that she like purely channels. I mean, you just read like one post, it's just like evident, but then also her success and her business and her heart, like every, I mean, she's just like the real deal. I came into her world last summer and never left. And now I'm in her mastermind and she's just, I'm a fan of, of not spreading myself too thin in terms of mentorship because everybody kind of has their own thing. And so it, it helps me just to like focus in one area at a time. So that's who I'm currently working with. And it's, it's been a real joy. It really has. 
I love that. What about any podcasts? Are you listening to any podcasts recently? I just started listening to yours, which I love. (laughs) And I'm learning so much about podcasting, which is so funny because I do it. And, you know, a lot of things that I didn't know. So many people do it, but don't really know the industry side of it, which is so exciting to get to share with people because I love learning about it, you know, and I love having conversations with different people. It's like you were mentioning earlier, like you can't really find people's download numbers. It's not public. Nobody's obligated to ever share that information, but I get to talk to everyone one-on-one and really do like deep research on like what's going on out there in the world, what people are experiencing. Like that story I told you about Jordan, I tell all the time, cause that's something I would have never known was possible, you know, to release right. every other week and then put in other people's podcast into your feed and then go viral. Like what? What? I know that's, and I love that you asked that question. I was like, Oh, that's such a good question. You're doing the Lord's work over here because <laughs> now we get to know, okay, yeah. all right. I see what she's doing. And to your point, That's what inspires me. These numbers in most cases, if it's not triggering me, it's inspiring me (laughs) just to see that like, wow. Okay. Top 5%. What does that look like? Okay. And she did that. How nice. If she can do it, we can do it. Top 0.5%. Jordan Blair, shout out. I mean, these must be some kick-ass bedtime stories. Uh I'm, I'm pumped. If I ever cannot sleep, I will be looking her up. Well, it's again, it's all just because it was totally in alignment. Like just like you, she wasn't thinking this podcast was going to even be a thing, you know, but it was because she was trying to find bedtime stories for her kids and she just couldn't find what she was looking for on the app. So she's like, whatever, I'll just figure it out myself and do it. She just wanted to record podcast episodes to keep her kids occupied. And then people just started loving them. And then adults started reaching out to her being like, can you do more like adult stories? And now it's an adult bedtime story. Not, not like inappropriate or like, right. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't just like it's, she took it out of the children's category, even changed categories. Like it's just evolved into this thing because she just did something that she saw a gap in the market that needed to be filled and she filled it. <laughs> I love her for that. That well, and I, I feel like that's so, and I'm trying to utilize this in business because you hear people say that all the time. Like I wasn't even trying, I wasn't even. And when I say trying, trying to be successful, trying to hit a certain level, she was trying, she was, she showed up and she put in effort. Right. And that's how it was with my podcast. Whenever I started, it was never something like, Oh, I mean, I knew like, obviously the, the possibility of monetizing was going to be on the table. I knew that, but I had, I, it could have been five, 10 years that it just totally wasn't a priority. And just showing up and giving it my best, we've gotten somewhere Mm -hmm. and it's continuing to move. And it's like, you can do the same thing in business. Now business is a little different because like we got to stay in business and I get that. But something about this vibe of like not putting that pressure on yourself of hitting a certain level in a certain period of time or putting this certain level on a pedestal, I find very, very interesting because you see people then just skyrocket in a lot of cases. And I think that's some, that's just things I think about. (laughs) No, me too. I'm always thinking about how can I do that? (laughs) 
Uh, how can okay? Let's um, go back how, to the drawing table. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, how can we speed this up? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, like I mentioned, you you've shared over shared. Like I am so grateful for all the information you've shared about your podcast journey on your own podcast. And I we dug into it a little bit more here, but again. Links are in the show notes. Go listen to Allie's podcast. But to wrap it up, what are four tips that you have for anyone just getting started in podcasting? Okay. We've already talked about some of them, but I feel like they're, they truly are what I would give to anybody. Number one, pick a title that can evolve with you. That's juicy and lets people know, you know, like think searchable vibe. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. Number two long game strategy. Do not give up within the first year. If you have to give yourself a timeline, make it a year and a half, you know, just yes, give, give it something. Um, and just keep in mind that most people quit. So don't even think about like saturation. It just, it truly does not matter. I am proof of this. Number three is truly whatever it looks like to give your best do that whether that's weekly, bi-weekly, seasonal, doesn't matter. Don't make this a thing where it's like, oh, well, I don't care when I hit charts or anything like that. So, and you know, go into it like kind of like with a half-assed attitude. Mm-hmm. No, if you're going to do it, give it your best. And it may not be somebody else's best because you're new and that's okay. But like your best will get better over time. Truly, if you can show up and give it your all, you will get somewhere. And if you don't quit, and then my fourth tip would be remind people to leave you reviews and to reach out and, and just let you know, like in, in my outro. And I say this all the time when I'm closing out the podcast, like DM me, DM me, DM me, tell me what you thought about this because that like those messages, like you alluded to earlier of people just saying like, Hey, I found your podcast. Hey, this episode really resonated with me. Those, when I tell you, they kept me going (laughs) because before you hit charts, before you're really getting, you know, any kind of traction at all, it's like, hello, is this thing on? Is it, can you hear me? So I would just, I mean, shamelessly tell me what you think please share. Like if, if this helped you share it to anybody, I don't care. Or just like, tell me, because for me, that was really helpful and, and reminding people like, Hey, if you got something from this, one of the best ways to say, thank you is to leave a review. Like if you got value that that's how I get this out to more people. And that's what helps me as the creator. So just being very vocal because a lot of people forget, I forget all the time to leave reviews. So those would be my, my fourth. Oh my gosh. Mic drop on that last one, especially the last episode that was released. Well, I don't know when this is going to go up, but recent episode was all about ratings and reviews. Like, yes, the whole thing, because I just don't under, like, I, I know, I know people get it. Like they know that they, to support a friend, even you like mm-hmm. comment share, mm-hmm. but with podcasting, like people don't even know half the time that there's even a feature to leave a review. Or they alone- don't even subscribe. Like right. I, there, there are so many podcasts I listen to that I, it's weird how they do it that like, you don't even have to subscribe 
Right. And they don't even realize they're not subscribed. So like, even, even that's something that, that confuses me sometimes. Me too. I just emailed Apple podcasts last week because I was like, Oh my gosh, I was in the app and I was like, I only saw 10 reviews and I was like, I know I have way more reviews than this. And I work really hard to get reviews. Like where are all of my reviews? And I am like, my whole world revolves around podcasting Mm -hmm. and I didn't even see the, the button that says, see more and you click on it. And then I can see all of my reviews, but like I, I even emailed them and I was like, we have to make this more clear because that button should be at the end of when you swipe through the 10, you should see, see more, not like you don't have to like scroll up to say like, I would have never found that unless I was emailing with Apple podcasts. Right. Yeah. And this is our space. So imagine somebody who is just trying to figure it out or, you know, doesn't look at it half as much as we do. Yes. That's why I said, like teach your people what you want them to do. Ask them because what I've found pleasantly is they will, which is, thank God. I actually created a couple tutorials. I have an Instagram reel about how to leave a rating and review on Apple that podcasters listening can share with your audience. And then also how to follow on Spotify because you can, or how to rate on Spotify because you can do that now, which I think is really important for people to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. I'm going to (laughs) go share it now to me. Of course. (laughs) Well, is there anything before we wrap up? I want to talk about your masterclass, but before we talk about that, is there anything that you feel like we didn't hit on in this conversation that you feel would be important for podcasters to know? I really, I mean, if, if you can't tell I I'm, I'm a believer. (laughs) Same. (laughs) I really, and you're, you're in a room full of believers. We're biased (laughs) for sure. But I will say, and, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be podcasting. I've really believe like long form content mm-hmm. is such a vibe. It's so smart for your business. So maybe your thing is video. Okay. Go do YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then go do a podcast or you love to write. So there you go. Write a blog. But with podcasting, I mean, I've shared this before and so many times, but it is top three of the smartest business decisions I've ever made. And, you know, and again, it wasn't an overnight success by any means, but if you just give your best and, and don't give up, you're going to get somewhere. So if there's anybody on the fence or maybe you tried and it didn't quite work out for you, if this, if you're getting any kind of inkling that maybe, maybe you should give it another shot, I say, go for it. Yes, I agree. I concur. (laughs) So go do it. Yeah, go do it. And so if somebody does want to do it, tell us about your masterclass that you're hosting. Well, at the time this comes out, people will be able to access the replay, I believe. So go ahead and have a replay about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I was never even planning on doing this and I, I just talk about it all the time. So I was like, I'm just going to do a masterclass. Um, and there will be a program too, that will, it'll be a, a low cost program. Um, if you want more, but essentially I'm going to be sharing like the three, what I call it codes to unlocking your chart ranking podcast, you know, like three years in, if I can look backwards now that we're getting some traction, what were the big key key players in that traction? That's what I'm going to be sharing in this episode, which I think a lot of people probably won't be expecting. It's not going to be like your typical, um, what you would hear from or traditional, maybe the best word. 
because I didn't go about podcasting and I don't think what would be considered a traditional way, maybe, maybe not, but yeah. So I'll send you the link for that. If anybody wants to watch the recording. Awesome. And we'll put that link in the show notes. And then where can people find you online? Where do you hang out most? Reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Allie I Reeves, A-L-L-I-E-I Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S. Got it. So Instagram's like your main spot. Yeah. That's okay. where I show up. Yep. That's and what I pod. thought. So we'll link that in the show notes too. But Allie, this has been seriously so amazing. I appreciate your time so much in coming on this podcast. I have to know what like made you say yes, because I send out requests all the time. A lot of people say yes. A lot of people say no. And just for everyone listening, like what was it that made you say yes to this one in case anyone else is out there sending pitches? I love your podcast idea. And we connected in an organic way. So that, you know, it wasn't like you just like reached out and was asking for something, you you know, but, but also, I mean, let's be honest, like a podcast interview serves me really well. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it was a hard yes at all. And you like you, your podcast is fantastic. The way you show up, like you're legit. So it was a very easy yes, but like we connected organically online. You know, we had a couple of conversations going and it kind of led to this, which I'm so honored and humbled to be here with you. So thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate that very much. And yeah, well, Allie, we look forward to your masterclass and look forward to continuing to listen to the Six Figure Influencer podcast or whatever it may be called later. (laughs) And we will be following on Instagram. So until next time, I guess I will chat with you later. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. In the spring of 2023, Four Things for Your Podcast was rebranded to the new title Podfluencer Society. As such, some information and links may have changed since recording this episode. Check the show notes for updates, and if you still can't find what you're looking for, just email podfluencersociety at gmail.com. Learn more and follow online at podfluencersociety.com. The views and opinions expressed in each episode are those of the individual contributors and do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host and team or the owner of this intellectual property. This podcast is not an authority of legal advice and listeners are encouraged to seek professional counsel with regard to their brand, their business, and otherwise. We all hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.